This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I kind of feel like Happy Gilmore. He's a hockey player that plays golf. I'm a cook that also does TV. This was celebrity chef Guy Fieri, as quoted by CBS News earlier this year. The pierced, tatted, goateed, bleach-blonde West Coast native who prepares self-described off-the-hook California cuisine indeed has kitchen bona fides, operating crowd-pleasing NorCal hotspots Tex Wasabis and Johnny Garlics, en route to winning season two of the next Food Network star and skyrocketing to fame. Like Happy Gilmore's Adam Sandler, Fieri has come to be beloved by the masses and mocked by elites, though the media-savvy chef has smartly leaned into his own gimmick. Fieri hosts an array of Food Network series, most notably the cable channel's crown jewel, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, where the host cruises into a beloved local eatery and chops it up with the front and back of the house before leaving a literal mark on the place, a stenciled Guy Ate Here logo on the eatery's walls. As a 2016 Thrillist article notes, restaurants profiled on Triple D subsequently benefit from a permanent 200% increase in business. Fieri's dedication to the restaurant industry's working class extends beyond merely platforming them on cable. A charitable man, as the COVID pandemic shuttered eateries nationwide, Fieri partnered with the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund and raised $21.5 million, largely directly distributed to furloughed restaurant workers as $500 grants. But as the brick-and-mortar restaurant industry continues to struggle, Fieri's own empire is evolving, opening a ghost kitchen concept in 23 states in February of 2021. The menu sees the rock star chef playing his hits, featuring Fieri fare like his mac and cheese burger, formerly outrageous and now chain stream. And so as Guy's media and charity support brick-and-mortar restaurant workers, by giving his name and likeness to a ghost kitchen, he may simultaneously usher in a new era of food service, as Adam Sandler's Netflix deal did for cinema. This week, on the 300th episode of Doughboys, Guy Fieri's Flavortown Kitchen. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Ego Von Bisquick, Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell. So the 300th episode, uh-huh. you went with Ego Von Bisquick? There's a reason I did that, Mitch. And yeah. that's that Caroline, who submitted that roast, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Wait, Caroline who? It's, uh, it's, not the Car- it's not a Caroline we know. Okay. Unless there is a Caroline we know with this last name that we're that I'm forgetting about. I mean, also a possibility, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline included a Photoshop of this roast. This is unprecedented. Take a look. How about that? Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a little it's a we, we got uh, we got German Chancellor Otto von Bismarck. Uh, the inspiration for the roast, except his face has been replaced by an ego waffle. Wow. He has his handlebar mustache superimposed, and then atop it is a Patriots, what do you call that? A, 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 a toboggan? What do you call it? A beanie? Yeah. Patriots beanie. So there you go. 
So Ego Von Bisquick. Podcasting, a non-visual medium. For the 300th episode, <laughs> we get ourselves a picture. A That's fun picture. Nick, 300. 300. Wow. Too many. Yeah, too much. Far too many. I think we go to 500 and then call it quits. Are you re- do you really want to turn this like... I mean, let's be honest here. You want to turn this this nozzle off? You want, no. to, you want to cut off this income income source? <laughs> 500. We'll go to 500. That's what the is new that? Plan. That is that's okay. Hold. That's four more years, basically, of episodes. Is four that right? Four more years. Like they chant for. <laughs> <laughs> like we were both chanting in in 2020. <laughs> Wags. Yes. I got news for you. Ooh, exciting! I I feel like shit because last night. I choked on a Cheez-It. <gasps> I was choking on a Cheez-It. And and it went down the wrong windpipe. <clears throat> and that's why my throat is like fucked up today. But I was choking on a Cheez-It. And it like went into my fucking, like, I, I feel like it's in my, uh, what's it called? My sinuses. Oh, I thought you were trying to think of the word for throat. I choked on a cheese at Wags. Wow, that's rough. That that happened to George W. Bush. He choked on a pretzel, passed out. Did you lose consciousness? Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I didn't get that. I didn't go that crazy. But I, I was, I was really choking on that. I was really choking on the cheese it, and you know, something that I've, lo- I've, I've held, you know, yeah. I, I, I hold, I hold deal dearly the cheese it. I love cheese its, and uh, it's tough when a food you love betrays you. Yeah. I had I had a similar incident. I think I've told this on the podcast before when we reviewed Togo's back in the day. But I, you know, a big pastrami sandwich fan, and I yeah. had a choking incident that resulted in it, it was dining in into Togo's as a kid and choked on a piece of pastrami to the point where I, my dad had to give me a Heimlich in the restaurant to the horror of surrounding patrons. Jesus Christ. It was it was disgusting and then I couldn't eat pastrami for like a decade, but then I eventually came back to it. Also, the, the patrons were freaked out that you had a big smile as he was giving you the Heimlich. Um, <laughs> From my dad? Yeah. Now, Wags, I was going to say. Uh, Christ. I heard uh, George H.W. right before he choked. You know what I, you know what I heard he said? What? Not going to chew it. Okay. So he said that. So over the phone, he said that to his son before his son choked on a pretzel. That's a series of events. Oh, it was, it was George W. Bush? Yeah, it was W. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, then he just said, uh, strategery. <laughs> 300. <laughs> I thought it was George H.W. No, as George W. choked on the pretzel, George H.W. Bush uh, threw up on a Japanese delegation. Okay, so not. Uh, not uh, I think the so Japanese prime minister, maybe. I'm going to retcon, not going to chew it for that one. Uh, that's that's that, good. That. That's really good. Wags, we did it. We're here at 300, and we got a great guest, and we got a great restaurant, Wags. Wow, we sure do. Or is it great? I don't know. You know what else? I bet we got a great drop. Wags, don't you dare try to steal that from me on the 300th episode. I'm just saying, I bet we got a great great drop. Howdy ho! What the fuck? (laughs) I had my mouth open to say it. He saw my mouth open. Why said howdy ho? Uh-oh. Howdy ho! To Spoon Nation. <laughs> I had to do a big one. 
Uh, it's the only size competition I beat you in. Here we go. Here's <laughs> okay. a little drop. Hit it, Emma. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers acting. I forgot about corn. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers acting. I can't believe I forgot about corn. Wow. Wow. Quick turnaround. I like it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to talk to DK. <laughs> That's from last week's episode. That's great. It's relevant. Oh, yeah. It was from last week's episode. I forgot. All right. No, that's good then. Still, this is this is <laughs> well, episode. I mean, we'll still talk to it's DK. It's 300. It's the 300. I need a 300 drop. Mm. I need a, a full 300th drop. Does that make sense? No. It does. Saying- like it on a, a, no, it doesn't make sense. What do you, you mean? Like a big blowout drop? Yeah, I need a in that special. I need all the hits. And oh, deal. got it. So. Look, I'm not disappointed, but. I, I am. All right, here we go. Hey, Doe fam, longtime listener, first time dropper. Inspiration struck the moment I heard Mitch and Jana say, say this during the family food. Congrats on the live stream. I watched at least 12 hours of it. Glad neither of you died. Happy eating from Sacramento, Barry. Why is this is is this the first post Doathon episode? It's our first post Doathon record. Yes, we've released a few episodes, but this is the first time we've recorded one. After the event. How have you been since then? Not good. It's been bad. Yeah. I, on either end. So I've become a Peloton asshole. I got a fucking Peloton. I'm riding that, this goddamn bike like uh, like a real sack of shit. Uh, and uh, it, it's, and it's, it's just such a hey, fucking obnoxious thing to have. What? For the th- 300th episode, please uh, tell the listeners your Peloton name so that they can follow you on there. <laughs> some of the some of the Doe scored, uh, uh, some of the people of the Doe scored know my Peloton name. We're Peloton friends. But you like like as part of that, you're using this this fucking bike, and I'm doing the bike. I'm using the yoga. I'm feeling like a real asshole. Uh, and the but it's and I love it. I, I could not love it more, which makes me feel even like more of a of a piece of shit. It's it's just an incredible interface and it's an incredible pro like I love I love this fucking thing that is just, you know, it it caters to people with too much disposable income and and the free time to exercise. And so I just I it it, it fucking sucks to to have it and then to, to also like it. But anyway, I'm saying all this to to in a roundabout way to say it tracks your workouts. And my workouts the week before, like basically the week and a couple days before the doathon, and the week after, it's just nothing. It's just a void. Mm, I went yep, from consistently, yep. like I basically every day doing something, you know, yeah. getting on the bike, doing some yoga, meditating, going on a guided walk. None of that shit. I haven't done fucking. Any, I didn't do anything for a week uh, leading up to it, and nothing for a week after. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my body's deteriorating in real time. Yeah, same. I mean, I. I I think it was a couple of weeks for me where I started to fall off before the Doathon when things started to get yeah. crazy. Why well, I'm looking at your Peloton Peloton profile mm-hmm. and it says the last class you took was yesterday afternoon, a jack and ride. What does that mean? <laughs> You're yeah, jacking you know, this... it while you ride? Well, I mean, yes. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 the short answer is yes. Should we introduce the guest? Returning to the show, a writer and comedian from Briar Patch on USA and Dispatches from Elsewhere on AMC, and our guest on Doughboys Episode 1, Eva Anderson is back. Hi, Eva. Hey, guys. I'm so excited to be back with you. Happy 300. Happy 300. We did it. Finally, 
an episode that matches my weight. <laughs> oh, boy. A hundred episodes ago, we were in the Vegas airport. That's right. Wow. Wow. That was a hundred episodes ago. Chili's yeah. too. That's crazy. It was incredible. That feels like, because... Because 100 episodes feels so, I mean, like, that that feels like it was too recent. I mean, because the world fell apart. I agree. We traveled yeah. for fun. Now, look, there's going to be some nerds, nerdy listeners who are like, it actually should be 301 that she comes on the episode. Shut up. There's no, the 300th episode, this is actually, this isn't the real 300th episode, because they counted one of the one of the breadcast episodes they uploaded <laughs> as, a, as a proper episode. Shut, Shut up. up. Shut the fuck up! Is that was that Saunders? Was that Saunders saying that? Saund- yeah, Saunders wanted to claim it for himself. Oh man! <laughs> well, we're very happy to have you here. You're, oh, thanks. You'll 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 always be our 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 hundredth mark guest. I say. Mm. I appreciate so two more it. times. Twice two more yay. times. Your estimation. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Yeah, no, no. no. This is gonna keep going. This will keep. Then we'll keep going. Then it'll keep. Just keep going. Maybe like five fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stop the podcast as much as you do, but at I, some point, yeah. you acknowledge that it's an income source. And also, we got nothing better going on. Like, yeah, I what figure, else are we I, doing? I figured that better things would, you know, but the, it's it's not nothing. Nothing good is really happening. But Eva, I wanted to say this: my iPhone made. Like, uh, you know how, like, it will make its own, like, little slideshows? Oh, yeah. Mine made one of Vegas. Wow. And, and of that Vegas trip where we never left the airport. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like us just, like, it's me by, like, a slot machine and, like, and then, like, three shots of, like, the Chili's menu and then, like, a burger <laughs> and then... And then weirdly, Irma, like when I got back home, Irma slipped into like the the uh, the Vegas the 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 Vegas album somehow. But what music did you play with that bad boy? Did you do like the club mix? Because I feel like that's usually pretty funny. Or the epic one is good too, because it makes everything, especially if it's something oh, yeah. really stupid, put epic on it. That's I, I, my recommendation. They always have just like so- sad or somber, like in mo- in memoriam type songs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think- yeah. The iPhone is making a making a, a a big swing with that. I think it I think it thinks that its owner has passed away, but it's usually <laughs> it's usually like a sad yeah like a sad little song. I, I'm gonna see if I can find it. I'm gonna see if I can find in it. in memoriam air travel. <laughs> that's Whimsical true. Air travel. Yeah, we went. That, that's true. We went for we went for fun. We went. For yeah. F- we, we 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 traveled for a day for fun, Nick. I know. What, it, what un- unthinkable. In recent mm. memory, but th- that was a that was a thing we used to do. It was a thing people used to do. And uh, Eva, mm. I know it's a thing you do. You are a big time traveler. Yeah. Do what? Mm. What do you miss? I mean, do you miss like uh, all the? Do you miss airport food? Do you miss airplane food? Do you miss just like? Oh, is yeah. there anything about travel itself, or it's just like even if some even a part of the experience is bad, just it was such a, a a familiar thing. Well, I think I I might have talked about this on a previous episode, but like. Yes, I miss everything about traveling to the point that I live kind of by you on the west side now, Nick. Yes. And I have been going to an outdoor gym in El Segundo, which is by LAX, just so I can drive down as fast as I can and like fast and furious around the empty airport sometimes. 
And wow. I did it like early. <laughs> it's gotten more crowded now, but I've been like, how fast can I get to the airport? And the answer is very fast. And then sometimes I, one time I actually drove around, this was early pandemic. I just got in my car, drove as fast as I could to the airport and then drove around the empty like loop of the airport twice. Oh man. I missed it. It was so fun. Yeah. And that's a drive that you would that that in normal times and in, in pre pandemic times, because that airport is a like a nightmare. That loop can take like a half hour to navigate. Oh, easily. Yeah. Especially it, if like the, yeah. the garages are full. But now I've just been yes. like every I'm like, I love it. I have this is my airport. Like I. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's what I miss is uh, just everything. I miss strange yeah. airports. I miss airport. I love getting the airport early and figuring out like what weird restaurants exist. Oh, it's great. It's, it's it's yeah, it's very sad that it's a bummer. It's a bummer what's 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 happened. But we're coming back, Nick. We're coming back. It seems like it. Now there's all we're, this fear that we're not going to hit herd immunity. That's the thing. I I've people are people are worried that we're not going to. Not enough people are getting vaxxed. Get vaxxed if you haven't. Everyone can get it if you're in. North America. Get vaxxed unless you're in Canada. You can't get it there either. Yeah. Yeah. I said North America. I should have just said US. If you're in the country that handled the pandemic the worst, uh, you get access to the vaccine first as your reward. <laughs> um, Los Angeles is going to hit herd immunity this summer, though. That was in the Times this morning. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. And then most of California. Leave well. that rag. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but speaking of things that are a bummer, guys, I there's something I need to get off my chest. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh. I've been stewing on this for a minute. Um, I'm Wow. I'm real pissed off. Oh, shit. Okay. So, as you know, as you know, because you did it, 24-hour Doathon was, was a week ago. I yes. was really excited for you guys doing this amazing act of charity, raising over $100,000 for restaurant workers, which is the thing you guys did. It's unbelievable. I wanted to do something special for it. And so I bought you guys a cameo from ex-Trump lawyer Michael Cohen. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Where I asked him to just give you, like, just congratulate you for all your hard work and I got in touch with the commissioner and Emma so they could like play it during the, we figured out where it would go during the live stream. I had seven days. He had seven days to record it. And the, at the time it was six days away. And I'm like, you know what? This guy's under house arrest. He's going to record it. (laughs) He's, he owes $2 million and he's under house arrest. And Right. His cameo page is covered in like the most unhinged cameos he's recorded for other people where he just screams about Trump and like barely says what's on the like he you ask him to say. <laughs> well, spoiler, not only did he not record it in time for the Doathon, he didn't record it at all. I guess sometimes wow. <laughs> camp sometimes people just don't record cameos and they don't have to offer any explanation and they can wait seven days to not record it. So you can't schedule another one. I can do wow. like the mooch instead. Also, I don't want to right. do the mooch. I wanted Michael Cohen. <laughs> 
And I think he thought Ongapachka was a slur. That's what I think. That me asking him to say that would incriminate him, even though I said it was a Yiddish word. Anyway, not only did I not get it in time for you guys, I didn't get it at all. And Cameo doesn't refund your money. They put it back into Cameo. (laughs) They put it back into Cameo credits. So I'm now in a fight with what's called the Cameo Famio. That's what they call their own customer service. What? Be like, how can you offer a service and not refund the money, even if the service is not provided? I can, That's insane. I, will, I have That's no. I have this. I have a specific amount of money in Cameo credits just sitting in my account. I have to appeal directly to the iTunes Store to get it back as money. Otherwise, I could guess. I guess just get another Cameo, which I don't want. Also, every cameo <laughs> is a different amount of money. So even if I say did get right. one from Scaramucci, he's only $70. Michael Cohen was $109. There's no one else who's $109. $109. <laughs> That's wow. So specific. And so either <laughs> wow. I have to get it's a, such a scam. I either have to give them more yes. money or just have $30 in cameo credit sitting there. So I'm like, cameo famio, give me my damn money. Michael Cohen. I hate you. I'm mad at you. I didn't think this whole whimsical thing would end with me being like, I know I don't like Michael Cohen either. Like me and the Trumps all (laughs) think he's a degenerate who doesn't live up to what he promises. But I'm mad at him and I'm mad at Cameo and I'm in a fight with I'm trying to get my iTunes to give me my money back. I'm, I wow. don't like him that's, now either. That's, that's infuriating. Yeah, I don't like him either. I liked him before. I liked him too. Seven, seven <laughs> days and man. <laughs> seven <laughs> days and nothing. Why Just a little note. I was like staring at my phone, uh, walking around like in the last hours. I was like, he's gonna do it. He's got to send it. Like he only, he's got to. And it was like, you have twenty hours left. And I was like, oh, oh, he's coming. And then he just, yeah, he didn't do it. That's Man, fucking bullshit. That, that why is like going to see the movie The Ring? Samara calls <laughs> up, says seven days, and then on the seventh day she doesn't show, and the movie ends. What yeah. the fuck is that? That's what bullshit. a letdown. Uh, it's a, it's a, how anticlimactic. It's fucking bull. Of course she'd be disappointed. Thanks for letting me vent my spleen. Um, you know, on the on this topic, real quick, that's that's very that's, that's that was a lovely gesture, Eva. I'm sorry it didn't work out, work out, but thank you for going to all that trouble, and and hopefully something gets resolved with the cameo famio. I, I also just want to remind any of our Patreon subscribers, if you do request a refund for the Doughboys double, uh, you get that credit back in Mitch bucks. Yeah. So, <laughs> which you, they work in some ways. They work in some. You can you can get some things with some Mitch bucks. Weirdly, Mitch Bucks works at, they work at Bertucci's. <laughs> All in the Northeast, you can you can use Mitch Bucks at Bertucci's. <laughs> and, well, look, there was no cameo, but but Emma, can we play that video? Yeah, I was just getting it ready for you. One second. All right, here is the long, another, another visual tr- treat on our 300th episode. We finally figured out how to take advantage of the format. The Las Vegas. <gasps> oh, cool. The Las Vegas video trip. Oh, my God. <laughs> I 
a shot of a burger. There's Mitch behind the table. And then Wally and I was at the end. That's, That's it? it. That's the whole video. Just a picture of you. There's a picture of a menu, a picture of just of you. I also yeah. have to point out that you guys went on 420. Oh, wow. That's right. Yeah. April 20th, 2019. Right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> what a day. Wow. Wow. I had a great time. That was a lot of fun. We played we played some uh played some fucking video poker and some shitty uh, like a Willy Wonka slot machine in the airport uh, terminal. Ate some chilies too and then flew back. Was it fun? I mean, I loved I loved my I loved hanging with you guys, but uh, but I don't know, flying to Vegas and not even leaving the airport is fun? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, I guess it was fun. Weiger taught me some some Switch games I should buy. You you brought your Switch and gave me a bunch of advice, and I I liked the games that you told me to get. It was great. Wow, oh, hell yeah! I'm glad that worked out. When this when the Switch was was new, now it's all PS5, PS5. All anyone <laughs> wants to talk about is oh my PlayStation Five. Have you played Astro's Playroom on your PlayStation Five? But then back then, it was the handheld Switch, Nick. And don't forget, this was pre-pandemic. That's right. Pre-pandemic, everyone was using a Switch. Post-pandemic, or everyone wants to play PlayStation 5. It's like, make up your minds. It's fucking bullshit. You know what? We probably will end this podcast before 500, because I guess every time I think about it, I just get mad at you, the listeners, you dumb fucks. <laughs> Now, Eva, I know you are you're someone who has been doing some outdoor dining. Uh, what's that mm-hmm. scene been like? It's pretty good. I mean, uh, actually, the most for me, the most interesting outdoor restaurants that I've discovered are the ones that came to be during pandemic that, you know, uh, for instance, um, right by I live kind of near a public golf course. And a there was like a kind of a cheesy indoor diner at the golf, like what you like a coffee shop, like what you expect. But in uh, over pandemic, um, they got bought out by a wine bar and mm. turned into like a very nice outdoor restaurant and wine bar, which uh, has picnic tables that stretch way further uh, then, you know, the footprint it was originally of the, of the, so you basically can go sit at a picnic table, get some like little nibbles and get like a nice glass of wine and watch people play golf. And it's like, oh, this would never be something I would opt to do before the, the way dining is conceived, uh, shifted. But now yes. it's one of my favorite things to do. Wow. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, and there's another one that's at uh, the Santa Monica Airport has a big sprawling restaurant now that goes o- over all the like the little parking lots, which I've I've also been digging. I I I, uh, I, I w- watching people play golf. It's pleasant. It's a nice thing to see people go by. I don't do it. My my yes. my my dad loved golf. Wags. He got into it when he was like uh you know in his like in, maybe in his fifties when he when he started like he started to really play and he and he enjoyed it. Last thing he bought me, he bought me a set of golf clubs. He loves golf. I oh, just cool. have never, I've never, uh, and I don't use them too often, but I, I, I try to. But it is very pleasant to watch uh, people play golf. It's a, like a nice little setting if you have something to eat around uh, the golf course. It's nice. Plus, always a chance that some uh, Caddyshack-esque hijinks will ensue, Wags. You never Absolutely. know. A golf you never ball know if a- fucking lands in your drink? How fun is that? <laughs> 
And then you hear someone say four, like a little too late afterwards. That's great. That's fun. That's great. <laughs> and then you turn to your dining cabin and you're like, hole in one. <laughs> you get a nice laugh. Or you're hate. You're you're there and like you're you're with like a snooty lady and she orders yeah. like a, a like she orders like a soft boiled egg. And then the golf ball, it it bounces and it knocks the egg out and it and it falls into like her plate and she's trying to cut the golf ball open like an egg. Yeah. She doesn't understand what's going on because she's rich, but she doesn't have much going on upstairs. Yeah. So she. <laughs> oh, my. My egg. So she she swallows it whole. Yeah. And then and she fucking dies. And then she dies. <laughs> <laughs> and, every, and, every, and everybody's everybody's laughing. It's just like Caddyshack. Yeah. A lot of fun. Everyone can enjoy that. <laughs> I really like to. I I really do enjoy eating outside. That that I guess is a thing that I've and I don't really. I haven't gone to like an outdoor restaurant with table service yet. I've, I've been we we we've been you know uh, perhaps cautious to a fault. But I I have like gone to like so, like just sit on a bench or something or sit at like a table in like a public space and just eat some to go meal or some food I brought with me. And it's I don't know. It's nice to get fresh air and, and chop on something. And of course, we're be- we're benefiting from the lovely the year round SoCal weather. But mm. man, it's man, it's nice. I mean, Mitch, you got to be up to some of that in Quincy. It's the nicest day of the year uh, right now. So far, it is. It's the nicest day of the year here, and I am in my I'm in the basement. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna stay there all day all day though, right? No, it's my dad's birthday, so we're gonna go to the uh, cemetery. <laughs> oh boy, that's so, happy uh, birthday! I'll get out of the basement, go to the cemetery, come back to the house. You know the you know the normal right. day. Sure. Uh, yeah, thank you. It it, uh, it, it is it, it's a good May eleventh for the for wow recorded ahead of time. Wags, HBD think- and RIP to the whammer. Th- thank you, Wags, uh, and thank you, Eva. Uh, uh, why? Do you think if we were there when, and uh, like if we were in the Caddyshack universe, uh, do you think that, um, do you think that Rodney Dangerfield would still say, "Hey, we're all gonna get laid"? If you saw us there, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all gonna get laid. He's gonna see us and be like, "Oh, you know, some of us." <laughs> That's good. We'll be back with more Doughboys. <laughs> Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. 
Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus... They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here for our 300th episode with our first ever guest, Eva Anderson. Hi, Eva. Hey. And What's going on? we are reviewing for this week, Guy Fieri's Flavortown wow. Kitchen. Wow. This is another virtual dining concepts ghost kitchen. Uh, this is the same brand, Mitch, that did Mr. Beast Burger, which we reviewed with Jason Concepcion. With a restaurant choice like that, the listeners surely can't be mad. <laughs> They're doing Guy Fieri's ghost kitchen? Yeah! <laughs> 300! <laughs> Why is I going to say... Uh, Look, we had some technical uh, difficulties, and I told That's you right. that you were, and I told you you were coming in like the guy from Back to the Future, and I just remembered mm -hmm. his his name is Max Headroom. We didn't even say it on air, but you're coming oh, in like Max, Max Headroom. You're coming in like Max Headroom uh, every so often. You're 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 stuttering in occasionally. 
but you're just seeing, you're the only one who's seeing that. No one else is seeing that. And you're just seeing that from me. Mm-hmm. So there's something about your 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 pipeline to me, like just our direct connection has an issue. The internet's trying to turn you off. It's done with you. <laughs> <laughs> They're afraid of me, and they should be. <laughs> Max Hedrum was like a huge deal in the 80s and mm-hmm. 90s. I, I forgot he was in the Back to the Future franchise because he was like a character yeah. who just existed. He was in a bunch of different shit. He was like a, did he have his own yeah. show at some point? Well, he wasn't he like a Pepsi or Coke spokesperson as well. There were commercials yes. where he'd yeah. be like, right. Coke. <laughs> I also feel like, Weiger, did this happen for you? I feel like kids on the playground would always be like, you know why his name's uh, Max Headroom? And then he, they'd be like, because he hit his head and the sign said Max Headroom. Where he hit his head and it knocked his head off. I think I've had people tell me that. Whoa, <laughs> I never heard that, but I believe it. Why is it? Did people ever confuse you for Max Headroom, like out on the street? <laughs> I, I, it, it, he was a virtual celeb before that was a thing. He was mm. not. He's like a, a CG character in the early days of CG. Yeah, I think right. Or was he an actor with a filter? I think he was an actual. I think he was a CG creation. Was it? What didn't someone? Did, wasn't there a CG creation that was just signed by like a talent agency by like fucking CAA or WME or something? Oh yes, uh, one of the same. Uh, well, I mean, there's there there's an Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck was it? There's there's an Instagram virtual fucking uh, sucks person who's like just been created by this conglomerate of tech assholes. The fucking sucks. It sucks yeah. so much. He's no, he's played by Matt Frewer. He okay. He's a person. Oh yeah, no. Max Headroom, I think was was a was a was it was, was a an person. actor. Yeah. yeah, was an actor. Okay, well yeah. then never mind. Yeah, you fucked up big time. Uh, Michaela is the virtu- Michaela yes. is the virtual influencer. Michaela, the virtual who did who did she sign with? She signed with someone, didn't she? I don't know. Michaela, I don't follow the industry. One of a kid I know uh, is like in charge of writing content for Michaela. I didn't even know wow. that 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 existed until I ran into him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, this is my job now." And he pulled up Mika- little Michaela and showed her to me, and he's like, "Yeah, we." come up with stuff for her to do. And then we like, and I write the little captions or whatever. This is like oh. a couple of years ago. What's interesting about that is that the, like what Michaela does is so mundane. Like it will just be, you know, what a normal Instagram influencer would be doing, except it's a virtual character. And mm. I think they photograph it in real environment. Like they, they use, they take actual photographs and then just like, if you know fucking photoshop in this virtual character it's it's very strange you know who i do like is hatsune miku uh who is the the virtual idol the mm. singer wow and um uh i actually think uh you know what <laughs> i think she's got a lot of talent i don't, I don't like any of them i don't, don't like, like any, any of them i don't like any virtual get the no i don't like the virtual i don't like the ai's I don't want the AIs being stars. It doesn't make sense. You don't like the Simones? No. Give me more Simones, I say. No, I don't want Simone. I don't want her. I don't want any of these AI people get making their way in. <laughs> it's bullshit, Wags. Uh, my dad saw her, and he uh, his take was, come on, buddy. You're in love with your phone? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's such, such a, a good g- dad review. Yeah, that's a great dad review. That's a that's a, that's a great 
older guy review. I mean, he's I mean, he's right. <laughs> he's right. Can't argue with it. Don't I feel like if somebody phone. said that, if somebody said that to Joaquin Phoenix in the first minutes of the movie, he would just like put the phone away and be like, you're right. <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> Why? Yeesh. I think you must. I must. I think you must have flesh. I think you have to prove flesh, a proof of flesh. Wow. To be, to, to be to be to be signed at an agency. Proof of flesh. I say. Proof of proof flesh. Of flesh. Proof, proof of, of, of flesh. This is like what they they chant at the flesh fair in, e, in AI. This is like what they yeah. they chant this while they're dissembling uh, mechas. I feel like in in some sort of coming dystopia where there are, you know, robots live and work among us and perhaps are considered sentient, Mm -hmm. there will be people who are demanding proof of flesh and dissembling these things. And it'll be monstrous. Do you know how when you like chant something, it takes a few times and then you you start fucking it up? The first time I said it, I said proof of fletch, I believe. I didn't say I didn't say flesh. (laughs) Immediately got it wrong. You got 80s comedies on the brain. <laughs> Wags. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy who could fit in in the 80s. And now, Guy Fieri. Thank you, Mitch. You know, uh, Guy Fieri's Flavortown Kitchen mostly operates out of Buca di Beppo, Brio Italian Grill, and Bertucci's. Mm. Those are the, the kitchens that you mostly uses for its own menu. It's available in 23 states for, ava- for delivery only. And we should note that uh, Fieri, a guy who, you know, puts his money where his mouth is, he helped raise uh, $21.5 million for the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund, uh, which is a uh, national restaurant uh, alliance association. I forget whatever. It's an industry org, but he he, ra- he did raise a lot of money that went as direct aid to restaurant workers. So uh, it, it seems like a good you man. You know what? Really makes the Dothan look like shit. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like... Making us look fucking. I bet bad. he could get a cameo from fucking Michael Cohen. <laughs> he could have Michael Cohen would just come on his show. He would yeah, just he could, like be like, yeah, yeah, you don't even have to pay me. I'll show up. We'll get him in the convertible. I'll be on an episode of Triple D. Michael Cohen with a top down, driving around with guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, going to Comet Ping Pong. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let me say this about because you know I am a Guy Fieri fan. I do love watching diners, drive-ins, and dives. He seems like a good guy. And yeah, beyond beyond his his recent fundraising, you know, just a guy who's prepared meals for for firefighters fighting wildfires in California. Uh, he's he, he seems like a good dude, uh, and kind of also embraces who he is, which I like. Mm-hmm. So I am I I characterize myself as a Fieri fan, but this is the second, maybe third. I think this is the second Fieri restaurant I think we've covered on the show, and yeah. I mean, I've been disappointed with each outing. I have to say, wow. like, I came in with with expectations of like, yeah. oh, this is going to be fun. This is I, this is going to be over the top. This is going to be embracing who he is as a man, uh, as a persona, and as a chef. And I, I, I feel like I didn't get it from any of these outings, including this one. Wow, I, I got, I got to say that when we ate at the one in Times Square, yes, Guys we, American we, Kitchen. The issue with it was is that it was we were bored by the dishes. That was like the the problem yes. with it is that the dishes were were kind of boring and not as guy like as we wanted. We wanted them to be crazier. We wanted it to be like a like a like a guy spin on on some of these dishes, and they just kind of felt like almost like Cheesecake Factory, but but not as great. I will say this: 
if the three of us could go and eat at guys in Times Square, I would be thrilled. And I'd probably give it five forks because I'd be so happy to be out in the right. world or whatever. But Nick, I was I was with you. The 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 food was a bit of a letdown there. And I don't know if I 100% agree with this time around. I don't like ghost kitchens. We've talked yes. about this before. Not a fan of ghost kitchens, uh, both literal and, and you know, in, in <laughs> this case. <laughs> Look, if you got a Slimer in your kitchen eating hot dogs, not a fan of it. Scary. And if you, you don't and want a specter rattling around pots and pans? No. Are you trying to prepare a meal? Horrifying. I've been playing Resident Evil 8 Wags. Scary. Scary yeah. stuff. You don't want that in your house. You don't want a ghost in your house. You don't want it in the kitchen. You got glassware in there. You got plates. That stuff can break. That's 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 a fucking that's a field day for a specter to have glasses that they can float around in the air and then drop on the floor and break wags. Yeah. We've seen it happen. Here's here's my plan. If I get a ghost, I'm just gonna trap them in the guest bathroom. <laughs> they can just have that room to themselves. <laughs> I'll use the rest of the house. But oh, what man. if you go in that room to splash cold water on your face? Because you're scared oh, of the. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I didn't think it through. <laughs> then, I'll, then I look at myself in the mirror and the ghost is behind me. And yeah. I get a fright. The mirror shatters of its own regard, of its own uh, volition. Yeah, it's, that would really be spooky. Wise, look. Yeah. I, all that being said, I don't like ghost kitchens themselves i, I, yes. I don't i don't like when these places take over I, i've said this before now what guy is doing it is right there it's is it raise is this restaurant raising funds or is this just profit no that was a separate okay. initiative okay. okay he did that through his shows this is a this is a for-profit venture okay yeah look I know the idea that it helps some restaurants and it and it, and it, and it brings some income to bertucci's or wherever else but I don't know, man. It it kind of bums me out, and at least with guys, like it is a chef. You know what I mean? Like, I yes. at least give it that. Like, oh, this guy's a chef, and I like guy more than like Mr. Beast Burger, who's like, I'm gonna make a burger. And that to me, I'm just like, why is this guy? Who is this guy who's just gonna make a burger? I don't care right. about this guy who just wants to make a fucking a fucking burger, a smash burger. Who fuck this guy? But guy seems like a good dude, like we said, and he actually is a chef. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or works in that industry, um, but Wags, I see what you're saying. There, w- there were definitely some letdowns, and then some good bites too that I had. Uh, I, I think, I think maybe your vegetarianism maybe didn't help you in this on this episode. Oh, one hundred percent, because there are not very many veggie options on this menu, including yeah. none of the salad. There isn't even a vegetarian salad on no. this menu. And they're not not a vegetarian pasta dish. I mean, there is there is mac and cheese available as a side, but yeah, there's this is not veggie friendly. Can I talk about briefly a, a now retired guy Fieri restaurant that I think is what you guys wish you had gone to? Yes, please. Because I because okay, so I became familiar with Guy Fieri in like the late two thousands off of his first cooking show on the Food Network, where he would like cook out of his this like loft apartment set that had a stripper pole behind him. It was like, he was kind of finding his whole vibe. I started looking into him. I realized he had two restaurants. One was called Johnny garlics and it was like in Northern California. And the Mm. other one was in Sacramento and it was called Tex Wasabi's. 
Yes. So yeah. I was driving up to Oregon and I stopped at Tex Wasabi's. It was a barbecue and sushi fusion restaurant that mm. was uh had like a, a kimono on the wall and also like a, a cow's hide on the wall. <laughs> like it was That's both great. things. <laughs> um and uh when I went, I was the only one in the restaurant. Uh I was yeah, I'd been driving to see my mom in Oregon and I stopped in Sacramento because I was like, I gotta find this guy's restaurant this guy and and the waiter even though i was the only one there the waiter came turned the turned the chair around and sat on it backwards facing me and like introduced me to the menu and the thing that they had that does pure fieri is a section called gringo rolls they had sushi rolls and they had gringo rolls and the Mm. gringo rolls had meat in them and french fries and had mayonnaise on top so that's what i got i got a pulled pork gringo roll with french fries in it and mayonnaise on top I would have wow. loved a gringo roll. How that was it? That is exactly yeah. what I want. I want a gringo I want a gringo roll. Yeah, it's bad. It was really bad. But oh, I no. was so delighted. And also they had like um, a whole section of Mountain Dew cocktails of just these cocktails are made that's with great. Mountain Dew. It's like, that's, that's what you want from Guy yeah. Fieri. Yes. It's just like yeah. in- insanity, madness. Yeah. Uh, and since then I've been to, I've been to Guy's Vegas Kitchen twice. I've been to uh Burro Baracho in Vegas. I've been to Times Square twice. I've ordered from his winery and I've eaten the trash can wow. nachos that you can get uh from Gold Belly. Wow. Briefly in like 2015, I had made a map. I was like, he only had like six restaurants at the time and I'd eaten at three of them. Or and I was like, I I, <laughs> or, I had seven. So I I was like, oh, if I go to New York and rent a car, I could go to these three ones. There's one in Atlantic City and one in the Poconos and another one that was like in a weird part of northern uh, like like uh, upstate New York. And then there was the final one was in Galveston. But you had to you had to get on a cruise ship that left Galveston and Mm. eat at the final one. And I was like, I could do this. And I, I like made a schedule and figured out how many days it would take. And I was like, I could do this and then like write a book about going to all of them. Right. And then I, I didn't do it, but I was like, I can, I, and now there's so many, he's got them all over and on every cruise ship, like most of the Burbank airport has Guy Fieri restaurants. There's only one that's not, I think a Guy Fieri restaurant at this point. I've eaten at the Burbank airport one too. I forgot about that one. The Burbank airport being Guy Fieri restaurant, like restauranted out is the funniest thing about I mean, look, the Burbank air- Airport is is heaven. It, it is truly the it, like uh, I would fly out of there all the time if I could. It's, it's great. It's a great airport. I'll uh, I'll, t- I'll I'll call and raise with the Long Beach Airport, which is oh, a delight. Oh my God. Great airport. Come on. Fantastic oh, airport. Just, they have that gorgeous like a gorgeous Art Deco club there, like yeah. a little restaurant with like a really beautiful tile mosaic that I love. It's like going back in time. It's like flying out during the 1950s. It's a, the the where you get your luggage. It's outdoor. It's got like it's like an outdoor courtyard. It's great. Yeah, it seems good for when it rains. Fucking dumbass well, of, of course those situ- the, those those situations when it rains. But we, you know where we live, or you know where I live at least. Well, I'm coming back <laughs> where you you used to live. And why? It's not a lot you of rain in SoCal. You know what? You know, California, you know, the first place I flew into the Burbank Airport. I flew mm. into the Burbank Airport and I was like, this is Hollywood. Like, I didn't understand. Yeah. And the uh, the the airport uh, owner saw you walking in, was like, 
We got to get some Guy Fieri restaurants in here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I saw Fry's Electronics and uh in 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 North Burbank and I thought Hollywood. I finally I finally <laughs> made it to Hollywood. Man, what a fucking eye. I miss Fry's Electronics, a place that went under during the pandemic. God, what a fun store. Mm. It just you'd go and walk around like a Costco for electronics if you don't know it. I went to the El Segundo Fries, uh, which is like the tiki themed one when I was doing oh, yeah. one of my Fast and Furiouses. And I was like, I went in, I walked around, I looked at all the tiki stuff. Like the koi pond was boarded off. I couldn't go in there. Oh, no. But I like bought like something goofy. And then the ne- that night at midnight, uh, they were like, every fries now is closed forever. Like oh, the my people God. working God, there, I don't sucks. think even knew. I, I, I got like six hours before it was gone. I was like inside it walking around. I was oh, so man. sad. Later that what night, the, the koi were on the just on the cement flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, I, I think people know fries, but just in case you don't, it's it's basically they're, they're these gigantic warehouse size stores that have all manner of electronics, consumer electronics inside, and also like odd foodstuffs, and then like a section for magazines that includes porno. You can get porno at fries, <laughs> but. The other thing about them is that each individual location is themed in some way. So you mentioned the Tiki one. The one in Burbank, I believe, is UFO themed, right? Mm, like it, ha- yep. it has like a UFO crashed into it. Mm. Uh, there's ones that are, I'm trying to remember the other ones, uh, you know, like, well, like fairy tale themed. Yeah, there's a space one. In uh, Orange County where uh, Scott Gearner from Podcast The Ride got to briefly be on the the big screen as a, as a spaceman. Right, wow. That's right. They've covered this extensively on podcast the ride, but it was a fun store and it was and it was like an experience and it's the kind of thing of just like I know you know we we all everyone uses online retail, but man, it it's fun to go shopping sometimes. Mm, yeah, I miss it. You miss it. Yeah, I miss it. You had to bring out the fucking Long Beach Airport. Burbank it's is a great is, airport. Burbank is good for people who live in Hollywood, though. You fool. Have you flown out of Long Beach? Yes, actually, I have flown out of Long Beach. Yeah, it's a good airport, so you know. Fucking too far away. Too far away. Well, it depends on where you live. If you're on the west also, side, it's maybe more convenient than Burbank. Also, I had just a bad feeling come over me when I was there just because I know that you went to high school in that area. <laughs> I don't like to be in the places you... I've never taken a... You know what? I would gladly take a tour of your hometown. You never get to... You, I, 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 I've never seen your hometown through Wiger Eyes. What, what what are we gonna do? I'm gonna drive you around, and show you things. Hey, look yeah. at that! Yeah, you want to do like, that? This is, that's where I got my first pube. <laughs> and then you, we're just, we're sitting we're sitting in front of his house. That's where he keeps pointing things out. That's the place where I got my first pube. <laughs> um, why well, I gotta ask Eva quickly is do Tex does Tex Wasabi still exist? No. Um, and there's a whole interesting thing that happened in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, basically, Guy Fieri opened Johnny Garlic's and Tex Wasabi's with a business partner named uh, some. His name was Gruber. I don't know his first name. Um, his, but his old business partner. So basically, they <laughs> yeah maybe it was Hans Gruber. Oh, but anyway, boy. big mistake. Uh, like. Like basically, right? It was this was a transition point when he was like Burbank Airport stuff was starting to happen. It was getting he was his brand was like taking off, and he tried to shut down Johnny Garlic's, 
And then Gruber was like, no, and sued him to stop the restaurants from closing. And then basically like bought all the stock of Tex Wasabi's and Johnny Garlic's. At the time, they had to, they had a, I just, in this article, it says also two of the menu items at Tex Wasabi's at the time were Eddie's Mommy Eddie, Edamame oh, and man. Crouching Chicken Hidden Salad. Oh my God. That was uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> So then this guy, Gruber, it seems like he just <laughs> ran the restaurants into the ground and they just closed on their own. Uh, and so, it, was on, it was kind of sad about it on Yelp. It was crouching chicken hidden salad. Yeah, it doesn't seem just crouching tiger chicken salad, right? That's better. Yeah. Well, th- unless the, <laughs> is the salad hidden in some way? Do they like that's is- that's what I was thinking. I think that that maybe there's some salad underneath like a big like chicken breast or something. I I I'll, I like it because it's so low effort. It's so it's like not a pun on anything. They yeah. just change two words. Look, I I like I like guy himself. I I but Yes. Sometimes you got to be a little critical. I like that it hangs with the Sandman. He's got a good crew of friends. He dry, he's having fun. He's he he gives back. Uh, it it seems like he's a, a nice guy to work with. It seems like it. I don't know if it's true or not, but I think it seems like he's a good guy to work with. He's yeah. I, he's a likable he's a likable guy. But I I agree. But to push that to that, you like crouching chicken hidden salad. <laughs> <laughs> I like it if it came from him. If it came from Gruber, I'm out. You mentioned Adam Sandler, Mitch, and I I read this quote in my intro, but I know you'll never listen to it, so I'll just say never. this for you now. Uh, this is this is Guy Fieri. I kind of feel like Happy Gilmore. He's a hockey player that plays golf. I'm a cook that also does TV. So he'd describe himself wow. in Sandman terms. I like that. Yeah, I, I like, like it. it. I, so, so you mentioned, yeah, Eva. Those, so those two restaurants, Johnny Garlic's and Tex Wasabi's, predated him his career as a celebrity chef. Like he had those restaurants, and then went on the the next Food Network star, and then got a TV show, and then probably, yeah, there's, I, I assume some business dispute came out of the all the riches associated with his newfound fame, and then his his restaurant empire. Beyond that is all the guys American blank or all the guys very the, the variants of that actually have his name in the signage, uh, including this place. Uh, I, by the way, I should know that the guys American in Times Square, which we reviewed a couple years back, it has permanently closed. But there's a bunch of other ones dotting the nation. And like mm. Eva said on cruise ships. Uh, so, I mean, to get into what we what I got at Guy Fieri's Flavortown Kitchen, the the ghost kitchen we're viewing this week. So Natalie got a couple of meat items. Uh, she got a she got the buffalo wings, which are guys' signature buffalo sauce, blue sabi, blue cheese, and wasabi, uh, and that's the dipping sauce, and also the real cheesy burger, which is eighty twenty ground beef, uh, cheddar, and he uses a bunch of acronyms, including LTOP, uh, which is lettuce, tomatoes, onions, pickles. But you just kind of have mm. to like pick those up or know what they are. Uh, but that that's how it's described on the menu, uh, and that uh, and they're. Burgers are all on brioche, which I'm a little exhausted by burger-wise, but we can talk about that. And also include donkey sauce, which I should note, I don't think the donkey sauce is vegetarian. They have it on their veggie burger, and I would think they'd have enough care to be like, well, let's make sure this, this is vegetarian. But from the recipes I've read, it seems like it includes Worcester, which is usually includes anchovies 
which means it doesn't actually mm. qualify. So, you know, wow. it, it's maybe a little suspect if you're trying to eat vegetarian and vegan and be strict about it. Um, but she, I will say, I think she was a little, I, I think her take on the burger is that it was too much bun. And if it was, you know, like if, if it wasn't delivered, it, it would have been better. And the wings were solid. That dipping sauce the blue cheese wasabi dipping sauce was, and maybe this is an indictment of the chain, but I think like a celery stick put in that blue cheese and wasabi dipping sauce was my favorite thing that I had because that sauce wow. is great. And that sauce is very Fieri. A blue cheese wasabi, sure. That seems like a Guy Fieri mashup. Why not? Let's get more of that. Nally's overall take, and I thought this was good, was it's weird for a place that is delivery only to have such a fried food heavy menu. Like every, like basically everything is fried and fried food travels so poorly. And that is like, you know, honestly, outside of the burgers, basically everything is something that goes into a deep fryer. It, 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 it is, seems like a bizarre a miscalculation. Um, uh, Mitch, uh, what, what were you getting from Guy Fieri's Flavortown Kitchen? Well, it's a great take by your lovely, by your lovely wife, Natalie. It is a great take. Why is everything so take. fried? Yeah. If uh if if you're uh if 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 it's all getting delivered, which surprisingly some of my fried stuff did come through better mm. than I thought. Um so wait, Eva, did you say you can take a boat in Galveston, Texas to a fry to a to a not to a fries, to a guy's American kitchen? What is it? Oh, it, at the time, no, no, no. There was it was it was a cruise ship that left from Galveston. Oh, that had okay. The final restaurant on it. So I kept thinking about it, like when in Mario three, when the island moves, or like the where when Bowser moves to like hide from you. Isn't that happening in Mario three? <laughs> yeah, there's an airship. You get in the airship. Yeah, the airship yeah, the in airship. Mario three. Yeah, I kept picturing yeah. it like the airship. Like he didn't want me to catch him, but I would. Is <laughs> <laughs> Isn't isn't Robert Durst in from Galveston? Isn't that isn't that Galveston's? Is uh, he? That is I where think. he he killed one of his victims, and where he oh, okay. also when he was like when he was doing his like uh, female uh, character, he was dressed as a an old lady and living mm. there. Hey, eating guys American on a, on a cruise ship next to a burpin Robert Durst wags. I can't think of a better way to get to enjoy it besides. <laughs> The way I had it, which was with my mommy, uh, mm. uh, like almost at all of these uh, things that we've done since I've been back in Quincy, I ordered quite a lot, Wags, which is also what I've been doing since I've been back in Quincy, and oh, before that too, I guess. Uh, I got, <laughs> I got the jalapeno pig poppers. Which Nick, you want to help me out here with the description? Bacon wrapped, fire roasted jalapenos stuffed with andouille, pimento cream cheese, glazed in bourbon brown sugar, BBQ sauce. And Dewey, I'm always like, that's a word I'm always iffy on. And Dewey? And do ya? I mean, it sounds like And Dooley? It sounds like something from the water boy, like from a Sandler movie. Mm. I think they say and Dewey. I think they make a couple of and Dewey jokes at some point. And Dewey. Um it's yeah, not an easy one to say, Wags, but I gotta say, I kind of like these. These were all right. Um, I ate like a big ass jalapeno one that and and I was like they're not spicy. Told my mom they weren't spicy. My mom made a smaller one, and it, it fucking burned the it it 
burned her mouth. Why? Cause I was a bad son. Wow. I gave bad advice and she saved half of it. And I tried it. And it was like, you know how so, ha, some jalapenos are just spicier than other jalapenos. It was yeah. a fucking spicy jalapeno. The big giant one wasn't spicy at all, but this one was spicy. These would be good at the restaurant. I think they're like a, they're, they're a fun. They're like a, they're, they're a fun little treat. I was dipping them in that, uh, the, the blue cheese wasabi or whatever it is. Wags. And I was having yeah. fun with them. And then also the SM cheesesteak egg rolls, which if you want to give a description, Wags. Yes, there's a shaved ribeye, SMC, another another acronym that stands for super melty cheese, provolone, and sriracha ketchup. Mm-hmm. Now, the sriracha ketchup I thought was fun. Like, I liked the taste of it. My mom thought it was too spicy. But it also just kind of tasted old. You know when, like, ketchup has been, like, out on yeah. a plate or something? I feel like whatever the container they were keeping it in was weird, but the cheesesteak egg rolls were, were, were good. My mom and I both enjoyed them. This is like probably one of the highlights of the, of the meal of, of the hot food, at least. Um, uh, we, yeah, we enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I got the crazy Cuban sandwich, which I don't know if anyone's ever had like a Cubano before. Uh, of course. Uh, and I, I don't think there's anything too crazy different with, with, with this sandwich wags. Smoked pork, ham, Swiss cheese, pickles, mustard, donkey sauce, pressed hoagie, and crispy potato sticks. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the, the crispy potato sticks are like we're out of like a box, but they were fine. And the sandwich itself was good, very cheesy. Like, it, like you would bite into a part and it was just like glops of cheese, like where you were just like chewing a glop of cheese. Which I don't know how people would feel about that, but when you got when you got like a taste of the pork and stuff, it was good. It had a good taste to it, but wasn't my favorite. Um, and I also got Guy's signature sandwich, why or his award-winning sandwich or award-winning burger, the big the bacon mac and cheese burger. Ooh, yes. 80-20 ground beef, SMC, super melty cheese, mac and cheese, bacon, LTOP, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, pickles, uh, crispy onions, donkey sauce, and on that garlic butter brioche. Now, Wags, I know you said howdy ho earlier, and you know what I gotta say to this burger? Unga Pachka! <gasps> <laughs> Ungapachka. Wow. A little too much. Too much. Too much. There was too much going on to the point of my mom and I both said this, that the uh, Mr. Beast Burger was a place where we just liked the burger and here we like, and, and then we hated all the sides and here it was the exact opposite where we liked all the side stuff more than we liked the actual like mains, the, mm. the Cuban sandwich and the, and the burger. Like the burger was okay. It just was like there was too much going on to where I couldn't like zero in on the beef that much. You know what I mean? There was just there was a lot of different wild tastes and the mac and cheese was kind of like splayed over it in like haphazardly. Not not there was no there was no true form to it. it. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't divvied out. Well, it was it was kind of like there was a clump of it here and then there was nothing and there was a clump of it over there. Um, But I but. You know, it, it didn't taste bad. It wasn't bad. Right. Um, I ordered a, the chicken pomeroni and the cheesecake challenge. Now, Wags, you don't get to read a description of that because guess why? They didn't come. Neither of them came in the order. Wow. And like, look, what a if, they, if they forgot just like the one dessert, that's fine. But to forget the whole, um, an entree and dessert, I feel like. Yeah, that's tricky. And then also, here's another thing. 
I emailed and I was like, the entree in the thing isn't the entree in the dessert isn't there. And just no response back there. And, yeah. and then I like read on the app. Like I, I read reviews of the app, which by the way, I tried to order from the app. I told Eva this, the app just didn't work. The app mm-hmm. would not work on my phone. I don't know if it's, I, I, I did get a new phone recently. So I don't know if it's like, like they, I don't know if the, the app is, is fixed for a new, like the newer version of whatever iOS or whatever, but it just wouldn't work on the phone. It was, it was, it would search for a restaurant it was just a spinning wheel and never stopped. Um, yeah, I got, I got the app up. It's, it's, I thought I, my, my overall take is I think the app is crap. It's, it's just, it doesn't work all that well. And mm-hmm. I, I was able to order through the app, but like things like making modifications are pretty much impossible. It's, it's, it's just like a, a just a bad UI. The app is crap. Yeah. The app is crap. The app is crap, but I do respect that he took, his restaurant off like Postmates and other uh, uh, predatory services. But I also agree. It's a weird app. Um, It's sad you didn't get chicken parmeroni because according to the description, it, it has something called crispy pepperoni. Hay. Yes. I, and and that, that that to me was fascinating. I really wanted to eat that fucking hay. (laughs) I would have been like, I would have, I would have, I would have, I would have, I would have been a big old horse, Swags. I would have fucking chomped down on that hay. Oh man. Give me a bale full of that hay. Um, I'm God, a horse. Is there anything else that eats hay? I'm not like a horse in any way. Do cows eat hay? I mean, I think they can eat hay. I think I always think of it as a horse thing. Yeah. Horses love the stuff. I think bar- I think any sort of farm animal probably is a hay eater. A goat? But yeah, horses are what they're. It's a, a goat. Yeah, a goat will eat anything. Goat will eat a goddamn can. <laughs> All right, yeah. Then I am more like a goat. I need a can. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wags, here here are a couple more items I got that did come, and I got a lot of items. You're gonna see. I mean, the menu's not giant. I was trying. It's the 300th no. episode. I was trying. I was trying to knock out a lot of stuff. I got the Flavor Town fries. And here's the thing. They actually delivered well. I was shocked. Wow. They were crispy. They stayed crispy. I don't know if it was the packaging, but it worked. My mom and I both liked them. They were like just warm. They weren't hot, but they were warm enough that like obviously the food got there pretty quick. Um, but yeah, the Flavor Town fries I gave a thumbs up to. Kind of thick cut and uh and and not overly battered and but definitely, you know, like fried and a little greasy but not not bad now here's something that was that didn't have a great fry was the fried pickles and ranch mm. the fried pickles are just too they're battered they're, they're there's too much there it was just a heavy batter on there and and they yeah i like that they're little dip pickle slices and the taste wasn't bad but it was just the batter was a little too thick um but but not did yours favorite. come did yours come with the ranch it did yeah the, the ranch came okay yeah. So I, I had I I got the same two of the same sides. I got the flavor town fries and the fried pickles and ranch. Fried fried pickles did not come with a promised ranch. Uh, they came dry and they were not great dry. I had to use my own ranch and I used my own ranch and they were Ooh. fine. But I I just like I wouldn't get these again. I I'm not a big fan of fried pickles, so you really gotta. Even though I like pickles and I like fried food, obviously, but I just mm-hmm. I I feel like that like I don't know. Would you add batter to them? To your point, Mitch, it, it just doesn't generally work for me. The the batter uh, is just it's too thick, too much batter. It's too on. thick on this, too thick on this for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I thought these were underwhelming. The fries I thought were fine. They were decently seasoned. They did mine did not travel well. It was a big damp mess. 
Uh, it was just a big, just a big greasy takeout box. By the way, we should mention that the takeout boxes are all heavily branded with Guy Fieri. Like that's like yeah. it's just they are so so leaning uh, on his Eva face and his but name. Also, <laughs> yeah, Eva loves but it. But also, speaking of puns, the takeout boxes have a photo, a pic, no, a, a caricature of a of sauce bottle being squeezed by a snake, and it mm-hmm. says, "Don't tread on sauce." Yes. And yes. then it says the Don- Flavortown 1962, which I guess is the year he was born. Yeah, right. That's when Flavortown was established. So with we, his we've, birth. we've tried to say that, like, is it a possibility that that sauce is him? <laughs> it's getting it's getting squeezed out in 1962. Is the sauce guy? <laughs> Don't tread on which is sauce. possible. That's so funny. I I lost we, my mind. It's great. We, we we texted about don't tread on sauce. And I love don't tread on sauce. Don't tread on sauce is an insane. Don't don't tread on sauce. There's well, because don't tread on meat is right there. Yes, but they blow that's what, past that's what, that. That's that's what you pointed out immediately. Yeah, don't tread on meat. Yeah, sure that that's guy that's Fieri that works. But there no don't tread on sauce. Crouching chicken hidden salad. That's mm. how we do things here. Yeah. Don't tread on meat makes too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tread on sauce. Oh. I would I would have pitched that day one and been fired from his writer's room. <laughs> you obviously don't get our brand. You can't get in that writer's room. The Sandman's probably in there. I know. Fucking kill to be in there. Um, Why would they get me when they get Alan Covert? <laughs> <laughs> now, Wags, is that grandma's yeah. boy himself? Um, now, yeah, grandma's boy. I, uh, that's, that's everything I got besides dessert. So I, should I get into dessert or should we, should we move on to Eva? I want to hear, I want to hear from, uh, about Eva's meal a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, one really weird thing about this restaurant is you need to be within the range of delivery for a Buca de Beppo. You have to be near a Buca de Beppo to be able to eat at this restaurant because you can't pick it up. Uh, it, it's delivery only. And the closest one to my house is in Redondo Beach. So briefly, I was considering like renting a, a creepy motel room <laughs> <laughs> for a few hours. And then I was like, would they bring it to the front of the gym I go to? Would, like, could I wait wow. in the lobby of the gym and then God get it. get it that way? Or I was like, you know, how, just- ba- you know how bad we would feel if you were at the gym getting an order of guys fucking <laughs> Flavor Town Grill? Uh, don't put your hangups on me, man. I would be so happy. Um, and then I was like, could I, I know where the Buca de Beppo is in Redondo beach. Could I park across the street and just make my delivery, like my car across the street and then have like some poor guy, like walk across the street all stupid. So basically I, I share an office space with, with two other, uh, you're the worst, uh, writers, Franklin Hardy and Allison Bennett in Eagle rock. So I was like, if I drive there, it's close enough to the Pasadena one that they will deliver. And also Allison and Franklin wanted in on the order. Cause they were intrigued. Wow. Wow. Um, they're also, uh, my good friends who both independently bought me the guy Fieri trash can nachos for my birthday. And wow. they came two day, a day apart <laughs> from each other. <laughs> um, I had to re-gift one of them because it's a lot of nachos. Um, yeah. So I, uh, they ordered the veggie burgers and fries. I ordered, um, I ordered the queso, which no one, none of you guys tried. Probably Nick because it has bacon in it. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the queso is like a a big bucket, a crazy bucket of queso. Uh, much too much. 
uh, with pepper jack, SMC, charred corn, fire, fire roasted poblano, smoked bacon, green onion, jalapeno, and then it says corn tortillas, but they mean chips. And then I got the uh, oh, so I tasted I tasted the queso. Um, it was good actually. The fry the chips had some heft to them. They were like the nice thick tortilla chips. Tasted pretty fresh, and. As queso goes, I wish it hadn't had bacon in it because I could have shared a little bit of it. I took a couple bites of it. I was like, this is pretty good queso. Mm. Um, I got, for my entree, I got the chicken guy, mm. uh, which is a uh, chicken guy classic, which is from another restaurant concept he's testing out. There's some open in Florida and in other cities. Um, chicken guy is like a chicken tenders and chicken sandwich restaurant where the, the, I think the thing that distinguishes it is that there's 22 different sauces you can get, and you can join the sauce squad. Hey, don't try on sauce. Chi- <laughs> yeah, don't try on sauce. And the chicken uh, photo, like on the box, it's a drawing of a chicken with a Guy Fieri uh, glasses, beard, and hair. That's fine. Um, so the chicken is him. The chicken is a guy. I like that. Um, wow. And a little little belly, kind of his shape. Um, so the chicken guy classic is crispy, all natural chicken breast, chicken guy signature seasoning, special sauce, LTOP and garlic buttered brioche. Guys, this is the best Guy Fieri food I've ever had in my life. Wow. I'm shocked. Wow. Even like transported chicken fried chicken sandwich. It was absolutely killer. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And it made me really excited for if we ever get a chicken guy in on this coast that I, wow. I can't wait to try it and join the sauce squad. That's great news. Wagger and I were already in the sauce squad before, before <laughs> we even heard of this news. <laughs> I'm very excited. on it. I'm, a, I'm very excited to join officially. Hey, where are, where are chicken guys right now? Where are they? Lo- where are they located? They're in different stadiums and there's mm. one in Disney Springs is Ooh, I was looking at. Okay. That. Um, but yeah, it looks like there's, these are the names of the locations. Aventura Mall, which is in North Miami Beach, Disney Springs, mm. which is in, you know, Florida. Um, there's one in Maryland by at FedEx Field. And there's one in North San Jose. So not so far away. We could actually drive up and go to Chicken Guy and in, in Guy's home turf. Wow. Um, wow. Intriguing to know for the future. Maybe I'll force my family to take me there uh, if we were <laughs> driving north. Um Looks like there's also one at Levi's Stadium, which is the 40, where the 49ers play. Oh, cool. In Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Okay, so yeah, Northern California. They just haven't made it like south of Tex Wasabi's. Um, and then the last thing I got is I did get the cheesecake challenge. It was delivered. Um, it's a piece of cheesecake wow. uh, with salted potato chips, crushed pretzels, and fudge sauce. Mitch, it was disappointing. Wow. It had a weird mouth feel. I only took a bite and I was like kind of, so you know cheesecake can make your mouth kind of feel slimy if it's not like, mm, if it's yes. not really hidden. I did not pass the cheesecake challenge. I failed. That's, this is very and sad I bailed. You failed and um, bailed. Yeah. That's, I, I well, also, I. You took the cheesecake challenge too? I also took the cheesecake challenge. And what the fuck? I failed and bailed. Everyone failed and bailed? So the here's the issue with the cheesecake. To, Eva's right that like yeah, it 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 was it's not like a great quality cheesecake, 
But mm-hmm. my my bigger issue was it's not any greater than the sum of its parts. It's it doesn't feel like there's any sort of uh, coherence to this concept. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's cheesecake with potato chips, crushed pretzels, and fudge sauce. It's exactly what it sounds like, and it tastes like a combination of those four elements. And it doesn't really nece- it doesn't really make sense together. It's just sort of like this this salty sweet, uh, you know amalgamation that doesn't amount to anything more than just the individual components. And and to me, it's just like, well, this isn't just a, a very well thought out dessert. This is just kind of like a, hey, wouldn't it be edgy if we put potato chips and pretzels on a cheesecake with some chocolate? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I wish there was more, I wish there was more thought behind this just at a mm-hmm. conceptual level. It's, it was pretty boring. Wow. Also, Potato chips and pretzels get soggy when you refrigerate them. And by the very nature of Great the cheesecake point. challenge being in a, like, you know, pre-made, if, if you were just at like a guy's like a uh, Vegas kitchen and you ordered this, they could probably stick those bad boys in the cheesecake and drop it on the table. They'd be, still be crispy. Mm. It would be fantastic. But this should not travel. It's not supposed to no. travel. It shouldn't be in a fridge fully assembled. It's disappointing. Yeah, that was a bummer. Wags, guess what? Mm-hmm. Not to be all M. Night Shyamalan on you. Maybe the M in M. Night stands for Mitch, because I got a fucking twist ending, Wags. <gasps> Mitch Night Shyamalan? <laughs> <laughs> My twist ending is, I ordered both desserts. <gasps> wow. That's Whoa. right. Who would have thought me, Mitch, would order both desserts? <laughs> But that's exactly what I did. I got the Chaco Whiskey Cheesecake, which is Whiskey Creme Anglaise. Did I say that correctly? Whiskey Creme Anglaise, salted whiskey caramel sauce, and crumbled toffee bar. And so it's a Chaco Whiskey Cheesecake. But guess what? Another M. Night uh, twist. It's just cake. That's not cheesecake. It is it, it 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 is cake. Like there's cake in it. It doesn't make any sense. Like we were eating it and yeah. I was like, this is supposed to be cheesecake. This is cake. Um, Why is it called cheesecake? That's bizarre. It's like a like a misprint on the website. Yeah. Like they and that they never cue quality checked. I mean, if you look, if you look at the website, it just looks like cake. There is like nothing about it's like a it's it's a it's a fucking honking big piece of cake. It's huge. Why yeah. are you looking at it? It's fucking cake. I'm looking at it. it it's cake. It looks it like chocolate cake. Yeah. And it, but it is labeled Choco Whiskey Cheesecake. No idea. It's like the giant claim jumper cake is what it reminds me of. Yes. Yes. And guess what? Here's another here's another fucking plot twist, Wags. It was my bite of the night. My mom and I loved wow. it. We loved the we loved the Choco Whiskey Cheesecake or regular cake. My mom was shocked that it was there so moist. It mm-hmm. was very, it was, it was extreme, it was extremely moist. And she was like, she was like, this is moist. And it's not just moist because it's been in the fridge. This is, this is actually a cake. The cake is moist. That's what she was wow. saying. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and I agree with her. It was, it was, it was fantastically, it was fantastically delicious. Wow. That's really something. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm glad that I'm, I, I guess, you know, which of the desserts to, to get if you're going to order from Guy Fieri's the cheesecake that's not actually a cheesecake. Why? Well, this this is the type of thing at the end here that like brought my score up. It was good, fascinating. And uh, uh, even did I, you- I also had a diet coke. 
Eva, did you have more of your order? Uh, I just tried. Uh, I tried the fries, and I also was very impressed with the quality of the fries. That's mm. it. So I got the the, the other items I didn't uh, discuss. Uh, my veggie ones. I got the Morgan's veggie burger, which is a scratch made veggie patty. Uh, uh, L T O P L top. I guess you could say it. Crispy onions, donkey sauce, toasted brioche. By the way, looking at the menu, they do detail the ingredients of the. Donkey sauce. I don't think it's vegetarian. Donkey sauce is mayo, roasted garlic, mustard, Worcestershire, and lemon. So that they are, they brazenly slather that on their veggie burger, uh, on, on which they uh, they even take the step of omitting cheese. So you might be, you might for a second mm. be like, "Ooh, is this even vegan friendly?" But no, it's not. It's not even vegetarian. It includes fish byproducts. So. You know, not the end of the world from my perspective, but it's I, I know for some people, if you're strict about it, that would be that would be a bummer. Oh, another another bummer here is that this just didn't have a lot of flavor. It just was just a big. I don't know. It tasted like just a just a, a fucking source of nutrition. You know, like like it was like a, a, a burger shaped bar. Mm. If that makes sense, mm. you have like a nutrition bar that's just like this doesn't have any flavor to it, but I'm just Jesus. eating this for sustenance. It's kind of what that this what this was flavor wise and texturally, and also the it's a big fucking swing. I, I fried up some uh, yeah I, I fried up some Beyond Burgers last night for dinner. Uh, Beyond Burgers are great. Impossible Burgers we've talked about at length. It's a big swing to make your own scratch-made veggie patty in the age of Beyond and Impossible Burgers, which yeah. are both so good at replicating the original. And I don't. I, if anything, it's it's kind of hubristic. I I would have I would have preferred a Beyond or an Impossible to the scratch-made one, which which was just kind of like a a flavorless mush. Uh, and I think that oh, and then I also didn't touch on the Mac Daddy Mac and Cheese. Kind of a nutty quality to this one. It seemed to have a lot of Parmesan. It doesn't actually list which cheeses are in this. I just feel like this one would this one disappoints if what you're looking for is you have a you have an itch that you need to scratch, and that itch is is eating some mac and cheese. This definitely doesn't satisfy that. This is like a cheesy pasta dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and it, I I don't know. It's just not not gooey enough. I think that was my issue. It didn't have enough goo. Goo it up. <laughs> I need more goo. <laughs> I wanted goo. Where's my goo? <laughs> well, we should get to our final thoughts on this mm. ghost kitchen, Guy Fieri's Flavortown kitchen. So here's how this works. We will each go around. I mean, we've done this fucking 299 times, I guess, at this point. But I'll recap. We'll each go around. We'll give our closing argument, if you will, on this particular chain and end by giving it a score from zero to five forks. Eva, you are our guest. We'll begin with you. Um, Guy Fieri, I've followed him since the early days. I feel like he is my son. I feel <laughs> like he is my child. <laughs> I watched him take his first steps with the gringo roll. Then I was proud of him when he graduated to the Guy Italian nachos that I thought were good in New York. And now with this new thing... I'm excited for him. Like I said, Chicken Guy was the best Guy Fieri menu item I've had. I liked the queso points off for the cheesecake challenge. Four forks. Wow. Four forks. Wow. Yeah. What a score. I'm biased. Wow. He's my son. 
Wow. Wow. Well, there you go. Uh, Mitch, what do you think? Wise, you're going to be a little stinker on this episode. I can tell already. Well, oh, I got a sneeze coming. Sorry. Keep that in. Paid off immediately. It's good content. (laughs) Um, So, you know, when I first saw Guy... I, I, you know, I, 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 I labeled him un, in unfairly. I was like, well, kind of a mm. douche, this guy. I don't like this guy. Right. It's not true. The guy gives back. He seems like a, a like truly like a, a friendly man. Uh, people, you know, he, 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 he seems to do good things for the restaurant world. And I like that he, that he goes around and he, 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 he showcases all these diners, drive-ins and dives. What would the world yes. be without without what, what would the world be without Triple D? Why? Cause it, it it's it's a it's a show that you can toss on when you're traveling or when you're bored in your house or you're gonna do work. It's it's good it's good background stuff and it's also fun to it's just fun to watch in general if you're if if you if you if you need something to watch. It's a great show. Great show. I I I I I once played a character named Chaz Duffy, which was basically a a, a Guy Fieri clone, and you know I dressed up like Guy, and I got to tell you. It felt good. I liked it when yeah. I was dressed up like guy. I get it. I get why he likes to do it. It's fun. He's he he's a confident person. And he feels good about himself. And you know, I wish I felt better about the food this time, but I don't this mm. this was better than 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 the New York City trip. Uh there was some plus size to it in my bite of the night. That Chaco whiskey cheesecake was was really fantastic i can't go four forks eva i'm sorry uh i don't mean to do this to your son i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 3.25 forks wow three forks one tine well yeah one one tine three forks one tine still a good score he look i'm excited to eat at chicken guy or the ultimate i want i want a tex wasabi's I yes. want like I want the guy experience because I think a lot of Americans would like that too. Unfortunately, you know, the last year has been devastating to the restaurant industry, but also wouldn't you love to go to a a, a Tex Wasabi's when the world opened up, Wags? How fun would that yeah. fucking be? Give me that. I yeah. want that experience. I, I agree. I mean, I wish if anything, I feel like this this concept is just still not as extreme as i was hoping you know i i just i still feel like i would have liked to 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 get to have this be a little bit more fieried i'm not sure how much input he has on he had on this menu mm. or if this was basically kind of a licensing agreement that he signed off on i would assume as a chef he'd want to be involved but i but i honestly don't know regardless I mean, I was just underwhelmed by everything, and I wanted to like this. I like Guy. I I think he's entertaining. I think he's a good host. Like you mentioned, Mitch, when his show Triple D highlights countless local businesses mm. and gives them a permanent increase in customers. Like, like, like after an episode airs, these places explode, and then it stays at that level indefinitely like it's 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 kind of amazing what his show does it's transformative for a lot of these restaurants uh, that he's continued to help during the quarantine i like the man 
I just I just was disappointed by his ghost kitchen. Well, look, we we've said this before that we don't we don't like ghost kitchens. We we like, no. we, we've established that. Maybe that's just the issue. Maybe that's yeah. what we're running into. We keep having these underwhelming experiences with ghost kitchens, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's just not meant to be where you have a you don't have a brick and mortar location. You're using someone else's uh, you know someone else's kitchen, someone else's staff. You are immediately launching this in dozens of cities, and uh, you know with uh, with hundreds of locations overnight. You're giving people a, a you know mass distributing and an array of ingredients and expecting them to be assembled correctly in uh, each of these myriad different places by staff that are just like you know making other stuff. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, it, 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 ghost kitchens were maybe the issue here. Maybe it's not mm. guy. Maybe it's the con. Maybe it's the ghost kitchens. Maybe we need to get those. Maybe we need to bust these ghost kitchens. Get them out of here. <laughs> we should. Let's bust them. I I agree. I'm I'm down to bust them. I'm down to bust them. Bust them up. Hey, hopefully things reopening will be like either a rethinking of the ghost kitchen concept, where it's not like you know so as Eva mentioned, so reliant on these predatory apps. Or sometimes like some subterfuge where it's you don't even know where you're ordering from and you didn't realize you're actually ordering this this <laughs> this pizza that looked good is actually from a Chuck E. Cheese's. You know, like maybe we maybe we get rid of all that shit mm. and are just forthright with what the product is and where it's coming from and are instead of trying to to launch these places overnight or scaling them appropriately. Nick, I well, I, I hope to God it's not like when the mayor's henchmen and Ghostbusters shut down the containment unit and more ghosts are spread through, more ghost kitchens Boy. are spread throughout the country. Imagine that. Imagine if that's all this podcast becomes is reviewing different ghost kitchens. Dear God. What is that going to be? Hey, we're, we're reviewing Richard Carnivore, Richard Karn's new barbecue restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Operates out of closed <laughs> Quiznos. We're reviewing OJ's juicery. <laughs> it could happen, Wags. It could happen. I hope not. Orange, Orange Julia Simpson. Is that anything? <laughs> it's better. I I went with the I went with a guy joke, and you went with the actual thought out joke. I went. My joke would have been in guy's menu. Yeah, OJ's OJ's juicery instead of orange. <laughs> uh, the blue sabi was a, was a delight, and the blue sabi earns it an extra half fork. So I'm landing on two forks. Wow, for a painful two forks for Guy Fieri's Flavor Town Kitchen. I don't like scolding Eva's son, but I was I was disappointed by this experience. Unfortunately, Wags, I I, I there's something I forgot one of my menu items. Oh boy, does it change your score at all? It might. Well, my score right now is 3.25. Wow. Will this, will this change my score? I also got the Italian stallion salad, mm. which is old school chopped Italian salad, pepperoni, prosciutto, pepperoncini, olives, roasted peppers, provolone, buffalo mozzarella, red wine vinaigrette. I'll say this. It came with two bags of Ken's Italian dressing, Ken's golden Italian dressing. But mm -hmm. I think it was I think it was like the base was Pertucci salad and I think Pertucci has a pretty good salad. And Wags, my mom didn't like the croutons, but the salad was damn good. 
Wow. I was shocked. The meat in there was good. The cheese in there was good. It was it was pretty fantastic. And you know what? It does change my fork score. I'm going to give it a 3.4. 3.4? Yeah, 3.40 forks. I'm trying to calculate where the how, how many tines this is exactly. Four out of ten tines. A ten-tined fork? A ten-tined fork. There's four tines on it. It changed my score, Mm. Wags. It changed your score and your fork form factor. Yeah, 3.4 forks. Mitch Knight Shyamalan, indeed. What a twist to your (laughs) score. Can I uh, interject with one thing that I forgot to mention about Guy Fieri, too? Mm -hmm. Please. Before we close him off. Um, I texted you guys this, but when we were researching this episode, I was looking on Amazon and for Guy Fieri stuff. And I found a flag that it's the, it's just a flag of him kind of punching and it says flavor town and it's an orange flag. It says, uh, Guy Fieri flavor town flag, three by five feet, heavyweight, thick fabric, double stitched man cave, wall decor, funny poster for college dorm room parties gift. There's only wow. one review on it, and it's a one-star review. And the review is from a guy named Jose. The headline is "Wow, wow, and wow." And he says, "When I got the item, it was ripped in half, and now I am screwed." <laughs> <laughs> and I just That's loved so it. <laughs> Three people found this helpful. He's fucking screwed. What well, happened? I lose my shirt. <laughs> I'm fucked. That's what is the situation? Yeah, what did he promise? You you were like, what did he promise, Nick? Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was disappointing. Maybe he, maybe he promised it for the dorm party. Maybe he, maybe at the frat house he was going to put it up, and now we screwed. The the party's yeah, not going to go off as planned. Yeah. Oh man, I'm never going to make Theta buy now. <laughs> I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Dude. Your one job, your one job for this for Rush Week was to get a flag that wasn't ripped in two, dude. I fucked up. Can I still be in Theta Pi? Yeah, but you got to get in the hard way. Sixty paddlings, my boy. Oh no, no, not sixty paddlings. <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are with a great Eva Anderson. Hi, Eva. Hi. And hey. Hey. Yes, Mitch. Nick, before you get into the segment, I was going to say that Eva, just like that flag review, when I when I looked at the reviews on the app, I don't know if I think I maybe have, have shared this already, but it was a ton of people being like, I can't get my money back for things that I ordered through the flavor ta- the flavor kitchen app or whatever that like they didn't come like people like yeah. uh so maybe maybe it's hard to get refunds through guy. Maybe we found maybe we found the one thing that guy is uh that the guy doesn't do well is refunds, Wags. Maybe that's why that flag guy was screwed. It's the oh. new it's the new scam of the internet age is that you get your refund in in store credit. So you got your Damn cameo you. bucks, you got your guy bucks, flavor you got bucks. your Mitch bucks. Yeah, you get your flavor bucks. What are you going to do with them? Uh, you could just use it for donkey sauce or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of reviews, mm-hmm. it's time for a classic segment to rise from its grave. It's another edition. Yelp. Do it again. I need some reviews. Yelp. Not just any reviews. Yelp. I need some one star Yelps. <laughs> really at the top of my range. I should have taken it down an octave. So I got some I one told, star reviews. I told you to start it again just for listeners who didn't know that you... You took that like three times. <laughs> there's not a there's not a click count. It just goes right into it. Here, let me try it. Can I try? Okay. All right. Hold on. Yelp. I need some reviews. Yelp. Not just any reviews. Yelp. I need a one star review. Yelp. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Great rendition, Mitchell. Lovely pipes on you. You're doing the songs now. I'm saying howdy ho. You're saying Ungapachka and doing the songs. Maybe, what's going? What's next? Maybe that's how it will be for 200 episodes. <laughs> I'll tell you what's not next. I'm not writing those fucking intros you do. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've got some Yelp reviews, some one star reviews of Guy Fieri's at the Burbank Airport, the aforementioned Burbank Airport. And even, Mitch, after each review, you can chime in by rating it by the Yelp scale of useful, funny, or cool. Wow. Or you can say none of the above. So useful, funny, or cool are the flags you can you can click, uh, the buttons you can click mm. if you want to review a review. Here we go. This first one is from Adam M. in North Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. Not sure why asking to see a menu saves you a spot in line, but apparently here it does. My girlfriend and I were in line, fully committed, but the indecisive hens clucking away in front of us were seated first, and Mm -hmm. at a nicer table. Meanwhile, we are seated at a high bar with low chairs, facing the wall. We may as well be blindfolded to wait for this execution. I was expecting to go to Flavortown. Instead, instead, I'm in Unfavorable Town. Wow. (laughs) Did Son of Sam write that? <laughs> it is a little it is a little depraved. It's a little weird. There's only one way to review this one, Wags. Uh-huh. Cool. 
This, <laughs> it this is one, cool. This one's cool as hell. This guy's cool. This guy complaining about the hens in front of him and then yes, facing the wall and being executed. I mean, there's it's just the coolest review I've heard. Not oh. Flavor Town, but Unfavorable Town. <laughs> a cool inner life. I think of this guy as a this guy's inner life and how he sees the world is very cool. Yeah, and chill. Probably his wow. girlfriend uh, loves uh, dating him. Uh, Next one. This is true. Honey, you're squawking on like a freaking hen. Why don't you go join all those other hens? Stop hen pecking me. (laughs) What a piece of shit. What were were, it? Was funny, cool, helpful? What was it? Your 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 choices are useful, funny, or cool, or none of the above. Okay. Mm. All right. I think most of them are going to be none of the above. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Cool for this one. Yeah. All right, next one. This is from Zoe S. Mm. from Southfield, Michigan. Seriously disgusting. Ordered the chicken fingers and fries because it was the cheapest meal on the menu. I thought it was a pretty safe option considering it's pretty hard to mess that up. Well, well, well. Turns out my king, Guy Fieri, messes it up. So nasty. The seasoning was so horrendous. It started out just so-so because I was hungry but just got worse. I was upset. I had so much left and I didn't want to take it with me on the plane because I hated it and regretted getting it. I wanted to ask for a refund, but I ate two of the three tenders. What a fool I am. I make the worst decisions. (laughs) Oh, it took a turn. Yeah. Uh, This one's funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. (laughs) I think that's the girlfriend of the first guy, right? (laughs) Do the dates line up? They're pretty close. I make the worst decisions like my my boyfriend who calls me a clucking hen. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get out of this relationship. He's going to kill me. Also, by the way, you ate two of the three tenders. I mean, I've done that. She's hungry. But I mean, most of something that's bad. I do that all the time. Yeah, but you can't then be like, man, I should have returned it. If you ate two of the you ate two thirds of it. I, I in in Zoe S's defense, I think it, it the calculation. I think it, the 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 explanation is uh, wanted to get a refund, but because they'd eaten two of the three, felt like they couldn't get a refund. Mm. Well, here's yeah. the one thing: you, you can't get a refund anyway. Shut up. Second of all, don't eat two thirds of a. I mean, look. <laughs> you can get a refund if it's like insane. I'm sorry, yes. but but like. How bad were these chicken tenders that you ate two thirds of them? If you ate two thirds of them, then shut up. You can't get a refund. Does all of her Yelp reviews end with "I make the worst decisions"? Because that would be really funny. <laughs> I mean, that it is. It, look, I like that these people like Guy. I, yes. So, but God, it just. It, People getting complaining at restaurants annoys me. I, like, unless you were given sludge. Like, the only time that I feel like when we went to Caro's, I feel like you could be like, this is really bad. Can I get my money back or not eat here? That was, like, really the only time where I was like, okay, it's it's it was it was bad enough to return it. But but we didn't even do that. No, we didn't. I can't even see. Yeah. I, I can't see a scenario where you ate two-thirds of a chicken tenders and you want a, you want a refund. But, I mean, she she is funny. But also like an airport restaurant, not just a normal yes. restaurant. Being like, I need a refund of the chicken tenders at this airport bar. Yeah. Like, fuck off. 
Yeah. That's not how life works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eva, useful, funny, cool, none of the above? Cool. All right, cool. Another cool. Yeah. All right, we got one more. This is from Brad C. from Sacramento, California, our state's capital. I ordered the Righteous Ring Burger with fries. I specifically asked for it to be medium well. I gave the guy my credit card, and when I signed it, I put zero as the tip. Usually, if the service is good, I will provide a cash tip after the meal. He seemed to notice the zero tip on my signed receipt. Unbeknownst to me, he printed pink on how I want it cooked. When the burger was ready, I bit into a raw burger with no onion rings. With a flight awaiting me, there was no time to demand they redo it, and I wouldn't trust them after. Stay away from this place. Funny. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy sucks. Yeah, this I guy's bad. That. I'm going to give you zero tip on the machine, but if you earn it, I'll give you a cash tip. Which you know, oh, you, which you know Fuck is just, you. which is just such bullshit. You know that this guy doesn't really fucking yes. give. Look, if there's exceptional, if there's exceptional service in his fucking pr- depraved brain, he'll toss someone like five bucks. But it, yeah. yeah, it's it's fucking awful. I thought I thought I got too mad at the last reviewer when I told him to shut up because I looked at you guys and it seemed like I got too mad at the person. Well, I think that I think Zoe was a little bit self, uh, a little bit self-effacing, a little bit like I fucked this up. This was dumb. I shouldn't have gone here and ate too much of this bad food. I can't help but tell anyone who who's reviewing stuff on Yelp to shut up. I want them all <laughs> yeah. to shut up. I need this guy to shut up too. He needs to also shut up like, as well. I want to use this up. airport bar as like where I do my social engineering experiments to leave. <laughs> it's like fuck off, another yeah. fuck off. But cool. Yeah. I was at this restaurant <laughs> pretending to be blind to see how I was served. <laughs> they didn't give me extra attention, so I didn't tip. By the way, you, you know, you know, you know. Sometimes I will. Sometimes I will pay in cash, and I'll cross out where their tip is, and I'll write in cash. I'll write it right on the on the receipt, so they know that I'm going to give yes. them in cash. So yeah. instead of like you just writing zero, and then like being like, "Will they pass my test?" You could do something as easy as writing in cash so that they know that there's a tip coming for them if you pass right. their you could write in cash after you pass my one of my fucking quizzes, you piece of shit. <laughs> it's, it's Jigsaw is the yeah. guy. <laughs> He's, Was it Jigsaw? <laughs> I'm you know what? His it's the username is Brad C, but the avatar is Jigsaw. Oh my so god. Might, he might have just doxed himself. We're gonna play a game. <laughs> you, you, you burger, <laughs> and you must include an onion ring uh wags is this was this from yelp or was this from was this a spiral from the book of saw it might be a spiral i'm actually now i'm remembering that i was looking i don't remember if i found if i copy pasted this from yelp or the book of saw yeah, I might have been looking at the book of saw. So I think this might be there's a Hold chance on. this was a spiral. I'm I'm reading this and then the rest of the review goes like this. I angrily tricycled away on my tricycle. <laughs> 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 it seems like he's it, it it seems like jigsaw. Yeah, it probably was. Tricy, tricycled away on my tricycle. And that's how you'd say that. I guess so. Yeah. You bicycle away on your bicycle. You tricycle away on your tricycle. All right, all right. It was good. You're right. Yeah, it was good. Yes, I am a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a deep that voice. Was an un- 
That was an unsatisfied Yelp or just like a restaurant who value your feedback. Let's up to the feedback. Yeah. Hey, Doughboys. Eva Anderson here. Longtime listener, first time writer. Just wanted to drop a fun fact regarding the Umami Burger podcast with guest Heather Campbell. When she was describing the Dutch restaurant Fibo, which features croquettes behind little doors, Nick remarked that, the chain, that a chain so inhuman should have made its way to America by now. In fact, it has already come and gone with a restaurant called the Automat. When it opened its doors in 1912, the New York City Automat was a sensation, with diners lining up to buy slices of pie and other pre-made meals out of little glass doors. The Automat was also known as one of the cheapest dining options in town. In 1960, famously stingy comedian Jack Benny threw a party for the New York elite at the Automat as a publicity stunt. He handed out rolls of nickels and told his guests to have a good time. As America's focus shifted to fast food, the Automats gradually shut down, the last one closing in 1991. Most of the New York locations were converted to Burger Kings, but oh, what a remarkable moment in chain restaurant history. Loving the show, your pal Eva. Our, our associate producer, the Drop King, Robert Persinger, found this email from 2015. Wow. That's, Sent within that's our first so block of episodes. That's How you? About that? Eva, it's you? That's Eva. I'm just not even asking a question. I'm just like lecturing you. That's beautiful. I love it. I loved it. Aww, I thought it was just someone's the same name. Robert, D- DK, that was great. You know, you should have that. You should have spent really similar sweet. time on the drop to make the drop special, but. <laughs> Uh, so there's that blast for the past, but we also have an email from Lucy. Lucy writes, last night, ravenous and reckless, my sister and I ordered Outback, and while I'd give the overall experience three forks, one five-fork moment was witnessing my sister take the bread out of its bag, look me in the eyes, say, don't judge me, and proceed to dunk the end of the loaf into a little plastic cup of butter and take an enormous chomp of it, like a medieval king biting into a chicken leg. This Honestly, rules. I was touched that she trusted me enough to do that in front of me. My question is, have you ever had to ask someone not to watch or judge what you're about to do to your meal? What are your food behaviors so shameful you have to preface them with a warning? Personally, I'm self-conscious of how many dips I'll use for one fast food meal. I like variety. Wow. Well, if I'm like ever on a date or like, you know, like eating with a significant other, I usually tell them to just look away during a meal. Uh <laughs> Don't look at me! Don't look at me! I'm a freak. Um, you know, for me, what it is that I, to me, and this is not going to be that crazy. I feel like. I mean, I've definitely done that. Where I've that's that's private time though. Like where where you you were dunking a thing in butter, and like uh-huh. I can, my mom and sister can see that, and I don't care. Here's the thing where I I where I truly feel gross is when I'm eating spicy food, say wings. And I start to get like nose runny. And then that yes. is like, well, I don't want anyone mm-hmm. to fucking. I mean, it's gross too. I mean, it is gross. So, like, if my nose starts to like water from the spice, I, I, I like, I, I, I wish I had a, a, a Dracula cape, Wags. I don't want anyone to see me with my nose running and my fingers spicy. You can't do anything about it. It's fucking awful. Yeah. That's, that's where I just, I would, I, I like, I, I think that is, there is no God in those moments. God wouldn't create a creature. <laughs> Like that, <laughs> where his nose is running and he's fucking yeah, chowing down between bones and he's just a fucking monster. That that to me is that's 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 the bad moment. Great answer. I yeah, similar similarly with super spicy wings or like a super spicy soup. I yeah, oh, I don't yeah. want anyone soup around too. me Fuck. in those situations. Yeah, yeah, the 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 dripping nose is fucking disgusting and makes me so self conscious. I never want to do that in public or inside of anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eva, any food behavior that is so shameful you can only do it on your own? 
Um, I've been known to roll a hot cob of corn on a stick of butter to butter it. Wow. To, wow. And ruin, ruining the butter. But it's so fun. <laughs> I love that. You can't do that. Yeah, that's a good you move. Can't ruin, can't do that in front of company, man. It's just like personal. No. That's a good family yeah. one, though. I would I would do that in front of family. Yeah, it's cool. And then, you it's know what? Cool. They'd, they'd fucking follow suit. The whole family would be doing it. Everyone has to be on board for it yeah. to work. Right. One person thinks it's gross. It ruins the whole corn experience. Try it out. I, <laughs> I, no, I, I love that. This is this is adjacent to that. And it, this isn't exactly answering the question, but it's the thing I, I would like to do in private because I'm bad at it is opening like shellfish, mm. particularly like something mm. like a like a like a a blue crab or something mm. like one of those smaller crabs that are just like they they're like all these little bones and uh the, the exoskeleton is just it's a, it's a bunch of small small pieces of meat within like a bunch of you know fucking uh hard exterior it's like th- those are so fucking difficult to extract the meat from that I just like I want like I like don't look at me fuck this up and see how little meat I'm getting out of these fucking things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the, uh, the other one? Oh, like a crayfish, a crayfish, a crawfish, mm-hmm. a crawdad, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, same sort of thing. I'm just like fuck. I've been to those sorts of places before. I'm just like I'm fucking this up. I'm wasting so much meat just because this is difficult for me to do, and I don't have. And it wasn't raised in the bayou. I don't have the technique to get this uh, to extract the. The tender morsel from when the within this spiny skeleton. Wags, come over to a, <laughs> a a Mitchell lobster dinner. We'll show you how to rip that lobster open. I'd love to do that. What yeah. a treat that! You know what? That would pro- that's probably will be the next time I see you in person. Will be when I visit Quincy, Massachusetts. Wow. You're still there, and we have a lobster dinner together. <laughs> hey, Wags, and maybe maybe we'll even do a show here in the in the in the new year when things open back up again. You never know. In Quincy. I don't know about in Quincy, but nearby Quincy. I don't know if there's okay. a I don't know if there's a venue in Quincy, but I mean shellfish and corn, like other messy. That's like a messy, uh, messy foods. By the yeah. way, we started the episode that I forgot about corn. You never forget about corn. We're ending the episode talking about corn. There we go. Wow, full circle. A perfect three hundred. Yeah. What a yeah. bookmark. What a bookend, rather. And there we go. If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double or Weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Eva Anderson, always a delight to have you here and just to talk with you on or off the pod. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Anything you'd like to plug at this time? I want to plug you guys. Wow. For 300 wow. episodes, my best friends and the best podcast in the game. Wow. wow. Thank you, Eva. God bless you. And thank you to everybody who listens to this show. And we're we're happy. Hey, 200 more wags, four more years. It's going to happen. Wow. 200 more. I mean, as a, as a baseline, this would just, what is it going to, we're going to go to 550. Stop paying ourselves. We're just going to keep this fucking shit going. <laughs> keep this gravy train running. Don't say that. You can't tell them how the sausage is made. <laughs> to, 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 to 300 to not quite 300 more to not quite 300 more there we are and you know what i hope i hope we keep hitting those with you eva that it, it's always it's always fun to have you here for the big ones always a delight always my pleasure and hey that'll do it 
for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Burger Boy, I'm the Spoon Man. What See the? Ya. <laughs> no! <laughs> On the next Doughboys Double, BK is back. And so is our pal Griffin. Blank Check's Griffin Newman joins to discuss the Burger King Kids Club. We're talking Kidvid, Jaws, Boomer, Wheels, Frailbot, and yes, even Snaps. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>